Hello, fellow webheads and other fun people. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast series called Have You Seen It? Where I watch a film, absorb its knowledge and plot info, and give you some light film analysis and give you a simple recommendation or not to see said film. I'll leave the ultimate call to you, the listener, and help you grow in your movie buff power. We're taking a short break in our first series, jumping through the classic genres of film to bring a film that some of the viewership has asked me to cover. And so I will answer the call of the people and make the review they desire. Nailed it. I'm talking about the newest Spider-Man film called Spider-Man No Way Home. Don't worry, folks, this is a spoiler-free episode and will only give you the stuff you would already know moving forward if you saw a trailer of any kind. This film is part of a larger narrative and or trilogy, as you can call it. You don't need to see the other films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or MCU for short, to understand what is going on. So here's the dish for what you need to know. After Spidey's last battle with the supervillain, he is framed for murder, and his secret identity is revealed to the world that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. He struggles to handle the new abrupt adjustment to his life, and the chaos that ensues affects his friends and family physically and emotionally. He seeks the help of fellow Avenger and wizard Doctor Strange to help undo the news through magical means. Things go wrong, of course, and supervillains from other universes come into their world and start wreaking havoc on Peter. It's up to him, his best friend Ned, and girlfriend MJ to defeat this multiversal villains and save the day. This film does a great job with balancing humor dialogue segments, dynamic action sequences, and somber moments in a fast-paced fashion gives more depth to these characters than the usual scope these characters are a part of in previous Marvel films. I like how Peter's friends Ned and MJ become more than just background sidekicks and essentially become a singular team with helping Spider-Man track down the villains as an example. Benedict Cumberbatch's performance as the wizard slash dynamic with Spider-Man is fantastic to watch as a whole. For the older fans of Spider-Man who watch the other incarnations of films of Spider-Man with the various actors, those villains are in this film as well, like Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin to Jamie Foxx's Electro and possibly more. You gotta watch the film for yourself, Chief, if you wanna spot some more multiversal villains. I'll leave that surprise to you. Overall, this film is very ambitious and is able to deliver a majority of the hype that people have been hearing about. And it's a great ride from start to finish and can't recommend it fast enough. Currently out in theaters and pretty much everywhere and can't tell you where it will end up streaming wise. I'm not a fortune teller, unfortunately. That would be a cool power. You can probably get a hard copy eventually like any other movie out there and become less dependent on the internet verse for your entertainment pleasure. Moving on to a new segment I like to call Series Breakdown, where we go through a series of films or a trilogy of films, break them down to digestible bites and give it back to you, <laughs> the listener, to give further context and understand the subject matter just a little bit better. So as mentioned before, there's a collection of films in the MCU, I think there's about 23 plus at the moment, with characters, villains, and more all interconnected in small and large ways. This means on a narrative scale, everything has additional depth, world building, and more. Is it perfect? No. But it has many connections with other heroes to make it more enjoyable. So in layman's terms, it gives further backstory to characters and events that otherwise don't have a singular movie of their own describing those things. You don't need to see any or all MCU films to understand this current adventure of Spidey. Also, the villains from the other Spider-Man movies in which those are played by Tobey Maguire 
and Andrew Garfield in those incarnations. You don't need to see those films either to get the villain's dynamic with our current Spider-Man, played by Tom Holland. The film gives you enough info through dialogue slash exposition of what you need to know in the context they are in. We good? Good! So the MCU as a whole is one of the powerhouses in recent years with balancing all of these plot threads very much popular with people like me. Furthermore, I still think we'll see plenty of Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the near future. Might as well change the movie title to Spider-Man No Way Out of His Contract. Am I right, people? <laughs> but been a hardcore Spidey fan since Toby's films came out. Anyways, don't have any more segments for you this week, folks. And keeping this episode shorter than usual, due being close to the holidays, we'll be taking a short hiatus. Plus, I don't want to feel chained to my podcast equipment either. Everybody's got to eat and sleep. I don't know what to tell you. So, hope you guys have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, or any other holidays that I'm not currently aware of in this moment. I am sorry. <laughs> Give this movie a watch or not. I ain't your mama. Now you can ask your friends this question. Have you seen Spider-Man No Way Home?